Some major injury updates for the Tigers that does change the calculus a bit for Kentucky. Plus, a loss on the field against LSU could be a win off the field for Missouri. So let's talk about that and more right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And just as a reminder, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. And to start off the show here, unfortunately, some bad injury news here for Missouri against Kentucky. Ennis Rakestraw been fighting a bit of a groin problem here for a few weeks now. Sat out the Memphis game with that injury. Did not play in the second half of the LSU game either. And, well, I thought Missouri's defense was quite a bit noticeably different without Rakestraw in the ball game. And Drinkwitz said in his press conference yesterday, hopefully it's not something that lingers, but we'll hold him out this week. So, obviously, Rakestraw out for sure officially this week. And, frankly, he's saying... Drinkwood says he hopes that it's not something that lingers. Well, obviously, it kind of has lingered already, so let's hope it doesn't continue to linger, obviously. And frankly, since yesterday over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the Missouri-Kentucky line has moved a half a point in Kentucky's direction. The Tigers now two-and-a-half-point underdogs from two. If the line moved because of this rake straw injury news, well, I think that's actually, that makes a ton of sense. I think that's warranted. If anything, I'd move it all the way up to Kentucky by three because to me, in this ball game, I thought a simple fix for Missouri's defense, the problems that they've had lately, maybe just go back to more man coverage. Now that you don't have a, a runner at quarterback like Jaden Daniels to worry about, well, to me, press the press the receivers, use your defensive backs, especially on the outside that are a real advantage for you. I thought that may have been the answer to at least some of Missouri's problems defensively, but unfortunately with Rakestraw out, I'm not sure that you can feel as comfortable doing that. Drayden Norwood has definitely played good football, for sure, but I just can't say that I trust him as much as Rakestraw at this point. Just does not have the type of experience, and also that just speaks to the type of player that Ennis is, in my opinion. He's an excellent, excellent player, not only against the pass, he's been pretty doggone good against run support, screen support as a tackler, all that good stuff too. So that does worry me, obviously, that Rakestraw is out. Now, by the way, your second leading rusher in the SEC, Cody Schrader, well, he pulled his quad on Saturday, apparently. Drinkwood says if he's breathing, he's going to be trying to play, but also that he'll be questionable this week at best. So at the same time, though, he did practice yesterday, did so without the green no-contact jersey, so he was at least a, a... close to full participant in practice, it would seem. So kind of some mixed signals there if you're trying to read between the lines. But if anything, I would think Nathaniel Pete should get more action on Saturday. I was a little puzzled why he didn't get a little bit more, some more touches on this past Saturday's game. Not that Schrader didn't play well. I would just like to have seen maybe Missouri run it 
a little bit more. But at the same time, some good news on the injury front. Brady Cook says now that injury, knee injury suffered all the way back against Kansas State now in week three says he says he's turned the corner. That's Brady's own words there saying that he's now feeling a lot more comfortable running the football as well. So obviously that's really good news. And while you know, Brady Cook, his interception streak ended this past weekend. Boy, his streak of, to me, playing good football didn't didn't end. Despite a couple mistakes here and there, without a doubt, there's definitely some moments Cook would like to have back. But man, maybe we'll, we'll go into this maybe later on the show in more detail. But still, some excellent throws out there by Cook on the field. And I'm just looking forward to see what this Missouri offense can do in the back half of this season. And on that Missouri defense, well, Drinkwitz, basically his take was very similar to my take. He says, yeah, I don't know that there's like this quick fix that we're going to suddenly put in a brand new coverage. We've got to start doing the little things better. And that starts with coaching. And you know what? I agree with him over and over again. I I just think Missouri has put itself out of position just with either bad tackling, bad angles, maybe busted coverage at times, miscommunication. Like Clayton Baker said, who's been a a guest on this program recently, well, he talks about your eyes. The former Missouri quarterback says your eyes will either take you to the play or it'll take you out of the play for all intents and purposes, and I think that's right. And I just think too often Missouri's eyes have been taking it out of the play. And you know what? You even saw on that wide-open touchdown pass late in the game to Malik Neighbors. Well, you saw Chris Abrams-Drain, who's obviously as good of a corner as there is in the conference. You know, I just think he's more comfortable at this point in his career in man coverage, just getting one guy and blanketing all over him. Well, in zone coverage late in the game here, it sure looked like Chris Abrams drain vacated where he was supposed to be, took the inside guy and forgot that, oh wait, in a zone, when somebody comes in, there's probably somebody going out and that guy going out was Malik Neighbors. There was nobody there. You cannot leave LSU's best weapon at receiver that wide open. No question about that. But I totally agree with what Drinkwitz is saying here, basically. He says, quote, there's not some magic coverage or any scheme. It's more how we do our jobs. I I totally agree with that just watching the Missouri defense on film too often against LSU. Again, bad angles. We're We're in a position to make a play or the defensive line maybe gets out of its gap. Just play a little bit more sound football instead of playing hero football from the Missouri defense. And obviously, while Missouri took the loss this past Saturday against LSU on the field, I really think that this, in the long run, will be a victory for this program. Williams Winery, Jeremiah McClellan, and Ryan Wingo were on hand, and I just don't see how any of those guys could see that this is anything but a program on the rise at the moment. So let's talk about that. And you know what? Let's keep the optimism going. Let's talk. Let's let's break down some really excellent throws by Brady Cook in this past Saturday's game as well. But you know what? First, I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And you know what? From my experience, if you're new to daily fantasy sports, There's almost too many options out there. Which contest am I supposed to get in? Even if I've narrowed it down to a sport... 
well, there's head-to-heads, there's bajillions of this, there's bajillions of that, different different slates depending on afternoon, late, yada, yada, yada. Hey, let's simplify this. Well, prize picks has done just that. All you do is, if you think you have an edge on a particular player, well, all you do is, for instance, Patrick Mahomes, is he going to throw for more or less than two and a half touchdowns, for example? How simple is that, right? You've got an opinion. Well, share your opinion. Put it where your mouth is over at Prize Picks. And here's the most beautiful thing about it with the Prize Picks reboot policy. Your entries stay in play even if one of your players exits for an injury. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second half, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks daily fantasy sports made easy. And by game time. And if you're looking to not have a frustrating ticket buying experience, well, you know what? You got to go with game time because if it's really a last minute deal you're looking for, I uh, I promise you, you're not going to do better than game time. I love their app. It's so easy to use. Just search for what you're looking for, pulls up the event, gives you a perfect image, a preview, a visual preview of exactly what you expect when you get to the stadium. You know what? If you're looking for a last-minute deal to Lexington, Kentucky, you want to see the Tigers, maybe take a little road trip? Well, honestly, we must be Kentucky's Super Bowl. I don't know. 105 bucks is the cheapest ticket over at game time. Well, you know what? Give it a couple days. I'm sure prices will come down. You know what? Regardless, you got to get your tickets at game time. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now in the preseason for Mizzou football, I predicted eight wins and four losses. And regardless of what your expectations were for this season, I think all Missouri fans simply wanted to see tangible progress from Eli Drinkwitz program. And through the first half of this season, I think so far so good. Again, Missouri obviously lost a tough one against LSU, but at the same time, I think so far you have to say this is tangible progress. And I think if you're williams Winery, if you've committed to Missouri, you're maybe the top player in the entire country, obviously the edge rusher defensive end from Lee Summit, for those of you, for the uninitiated. But if you're thinking, oh, well, maybe Winery's going to open up his recruitment after the disappointing Middle Tennessee State victory, well, 
That looks a little silly at the moment because now if you're Winery, if you're Ryan Wingo, if you're if you're Jeremiah McClellan, a couple St. Louis area receivers there, McClellan currently committed to Ohio State, Ryan Wingo very much on the market, sounds like a Texas and Missouri battle for that five-star receiver services. But if you're the, any of those three guys, how can you come away from that game as anything but encouraged? about the state of the Missouri football program. Again, this just seems like tangible growth to me. Obviously, Missouri could have done some things better, but at the same time, if you're williams area, you're probably thinking, you know what? If I would have been out there, we might have gotten a couple more pressures on the quarterback. Maybe I take Daniels down a time or two, and maybe that's the difference in a victory. And I think last year you saw Missouri lose a lot of close football games. Well, this season... They've won more close football games than they've lost so far. Obviously, the LSU game didn't go that way. But to me, again, not everybody is going to have the type of elite offense that LSU has for the rest of this season. So you look at Florida should be a winnable game. Arkansas really struggling right now. I think Tennessee at home is every bit, if not more winnable than the LSU game. Other than Georgia, who are you looking at and saying, well, Missouri definitely can't win that one I just think a lot of good football left to play here and again if you're a, a recruit out on the recruiting trail that's been Eli Drinkwood's strength so far in many ways here I think most of us can agree well nothing should slow down that momentum so far whatsoever I think all of us would have taken a five and one start at this point in the season and sticking with the theme of a positivity here certainly there are some positive moments on the field, many positive moments on the field despite the loss. And just to sort of prove my point that I made on yesterday's program, well, actually Monday's show, and by the way, apologies for missing Tuesday Tuesday's program. I'll just make it up by, by doing a Friday program, which I haven't been doing lately, doing Saturday instead. So eh, you're still going to get your five a week is the long story short there, just shifting around the schedule just a little bit. But regardless... Brady Cook, you know what? I made the point that I thought some some fans seem to think that Missouri was too conservative in the second half offensively after getting a lead. I, I definitely can't say that in terms of play calling whatsoever. I thought maybe there was a couple moments, especially against a blitz, where Brady Cook was maybe a little bit gun-shy to throw the ball. But at the same time, then I would see him make throws like this in the second half. It's 27 to 25 LSU now, but it's now third and 12 for Missouri here. Cook, you know, balls on the 20 yard line. You've got a, a, a likely Harrison Mevis field goal here. So what you don't want to do is take a big sack or turn the ball over. But you know what? Brady Cook, not content with three points here. And in fact, as you roll this play forward here, watch Theo Weiss on your extreme right of the screen here. You'll notice. The LSU guy is the flat defender, 24. His eyes are drawn to Luther Burden, who's running a quick out in the flat. Well, Brady Cook sees this rather quickly. That's what's impressive about this and throws a ball into a pretty tiny window here as the LSU safety comes up over the top. The point is you cannot say this isn't an, this is an aggressive throw by Brady Cook here. And one that needed to happen on a third and 12 if you're going to try to pick up yardage here. And obviously in the red zone, 
that makes the window even tighter on this throw. That's an impressive, quick decision, an aggressive decision by Cook, and a heck of an accurate throw here, too, by Cook. Again, there was one time, I think, in the second half here, first half, Cook missed one play-action fake, deep ball over the top that was open to Theo Weiss. Well, I thought there was one time in the second half there was one deep ball that he passed up, maybe. But other than that, again, watch this play. I, I just don't see how you can say that this throw lacks aggression here by, by Brady Cook. Again, all we have to do is just hang on to the football, and we've probably got three points in a lead. Well, Brady Cook was not content with that and ends up after this play with a Missouri touchdown. And coming up, another example of a play that in the stadium, most fans probably didn't love the play call because of the result. But my goodness, when you go back and actually look at how it was lined up, well, the thing definitely should have worked. So that's what I mean by trust the process over the results. Judge the process and not necessarily the results. And also, Stadium Wi-Fi? What do you guys think? I know it was tough to communicate in Faroe Field this past Saturday. So let's address that particular topic as well. Maybe another thing for Desiree Reed Francois to look at in terms of the fan experience. But first I want to talk about Jace Medical because truly everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. And Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care don't get caught unprepared and get twenty dollars off these life-saving antibiotics today from jace medical by using my code locked on at checkout at jacemedical.com that's j-a-s-e medical.com Now, I previously showed that excellent Brady Cook to Theo Weiss pass that set Missouri up for a touchdown, trailing at that point 27 to 25. Well, just before that, you know, we may not have needed that tough of a pass if this play had worked out as it was designed on the chalkboard. You know, some things just don't always work out, but this was an excellent designed play. And just for a couple reasons, didn't work so let's pull it up here and you'll see Luther Burden in the slot here for Missouri just a little pitch to him to the left side here and if you pause it right here well look at this now does this look like a touchdown or what Missouri has basically four blockers for two defenders here Luther Burden basically just needs to cut it inside and take it to the house well what happens here that's basically what he does, but somebody decides, number 80 here decides, you know what, I may be holding number two, so let's, eh. Then Luther Burden slips and falls. You know, just not the greatest execution there. It was set up perfectly. I don't know, hard to blame Kirby Moore and Eli Drinkwitz for this play call. You got four on two. If your blockers can't win four on two, I don't know, something's wrong there. Frankly, when I saw this play live, I just thought, oh no, 
Luther Burden went down with a non-contact injury. Fortunately, the turf monster just got him, and he's apparently fine. And finally, one more quick note before we get out of here. On the fan experience at the stadium, I've really praised what Desiree Reed Francois and her staff has done for the most part. But, you know, I did see some fans complaining about the cellular telephone situation, not being able to text, making it difficult to get phone calls, all that stuff. Not so much a complaint about, you know, not being able to post their Instagram reel or their TikTok, for instance, necessarily. Though I'm sure plenty of people would like to be able to do that as well. So what's the solution here? Put in more more towers, put in full stadium Wi-Fi, whatever it might be. And to me, I, I just think that's unnecessarily. I really do. I, I don't think Missouri should do that because, frankly, with the way technology is, as soon as you put in something like that, it will be out of date almost immediately, certainly within four or five years something like that. To me, this is a problem that AT&T, for example, and and Apple need to fix. Samsung, Verizon, T-Mobile. The the carriers and the cell phones themselves, this seems like their problem, not really a Mizzou problem, because from the people that I listen to, people who have season tickets to the Kansas City Chiefs, for instance, well, it's kind of the same deal at Arrowhead Stadium. And I know Sprint used to be headquartered in Kansas City. I believe they were bought up by T-Mobile a few years ago. Not sure if they have their their corporate headquarters anywhere there anymore. But the point is, if Kansas City is having this problem, they've got about as good an infrastructure as you're going to find in the country for cell service. Well, it's probably not going to be perfect in Columbia, Missouri either. So unfortunately, we just might have to go back to 2000 a little bit, to to 1990s type of technology and planning and maybe just plan out our meetings up a little bit, say, hey, I'm going to be over in this lot. Hopefully I'll see you there, that kind of deal. But unfortunately, I was trying to meet up with some people, give them some information. Just wasn't quite happening. Well, those are the breaks. I think that's just the way it goes, especially when, hey, you've got a sold-out stadium. Well, obviously that puts much more stress on your cellular capacity around the stadium. Again, it would be nice if it was better, if it were a better experience with that. I agree. I I just don't think spending millions of dollars, for instance, or even hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on a stadium Wi-Fi system that may or may not address the problem fully just seems like that's going to be antiquated pretty quickly and kind of a waste of money. Let the big boys and the big corporations figure it out for all of us. But you know what? Thanks, as always, for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen every day. And for you everydayers, again, apologies for not getting a show out yesterday. I'll make it up with a Friday show this week for you right here on Locked On Mizzou.